Welcome to the Couch Potato Show. Uh, I'm joined this week with my good old pals, Frank Petterini and Eric Bender. How are we doing today, boys? Fantastic. Phenomenal. Good. Good to hear. We got uh, we got Talladega special today because we got Talladega this week. The fastest race in NASCAR. I'm pumped for that. We know you've been talking about it for about two and a half weeks now. So oh, yeah, big <laughs> day. I die. Big day. <laughs> um, so let's start off with uh, the picks from last week. Um, we made picks for um, the UFC fight between Jessica I and Cynthia Calvillo. Um, that didn't go so well for you guys. What happened? Nope. Yeah, I'll tell you. On the feet, it's about what I expected. In my opinion, I looked a little bit sharper. But overall, Calvio was able to take her down, use some effective ground and pound, even look for some submission attempts. Calvio was very impressive in a wide-open division. In my opinion, she's one fight away from title fight at this point. She looked awesome, and a great pick by you, Mains. Thank you. Yeah, she just looked ready. I mean, yeah. Like, as soon as they both made their entrances, I had no doubt in the world that I was going to win. Yeah. No Sometimes doubt. you just know. Sometimes you just, just know and yeah. I know. Jessica, Jessica, I just had so much difficulty on the ground. And the majority of the fight after, this, after the first round was pretty much on the ground. So, like, and Calvillo's a great uh, ground and pound kind of uh, fighter. So, it was pretty much over yeah. from there. And yeah, especially after missing weigh-in. Uh, she just wasn't ready. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. She came in at 0.25 over the limit. And I think the exact quote was like, I'm done. That's what she said once she weighed in. She was like, all right, I'm done. I was like, oh, all right, this isn't going to go great. <laughs> oh, well, if I knew that, I wouldn't pick her. But I didn't know that. The, the oh, picks that were already made. Trust me. It was oh, like, they were done already? Okay. Picks were yeah. already in. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I gained a point on that. Um, and then we had the NASCAR race. At uh, Homestead Miami Speedway, the Dixie Vodka 400. Um, I took Kyle Busch. Frank took Martin Truex Jr. And Eric took Kevin Harvick. Um, Denny Hamlin took home the trophy and the checkered flag. So none of us got points there. So the only change in points is I gained a point from the UFC fight. So the standings are now 9 to 9 to 5. You guys have not. Has come back true. Come back time. This week, I'm telling you, this week is going to be the week that I finally win a NASCAR race. It's going to happen. We'll see. We'll see. I was going to get it done at Talladega. All right. That's your, that's your time. So picks this week. Let's start off with our UFC main event on uh, Saturday night. We got Curtis Blades. And Alexander Volkov. Eric, do you want to give us a little background of what's going on here? Sure. So before we even get to the predictions, with Volkov, we have a guy who for a long time was, what if he was in the UFC? How would he fare? And once they signed him, it's been a show to watch. I think he's 5-1 and one in the UFC. He's very talented. The only time he lost was like a last-second knockout, and he was like ahead on the scorecards. Volkov has proven to be a true threat to this heavyweight title. And once the Cormier-Miocic trilogy happens and this division's wide open, 
he could be a fight away from the title shot once Ngannou gets a shot. So Volkov's a very good veteran. He's been around different leagues, and he's proven to be an effective force in the UFC. And on the other side, we have a guy in Curtis Blades who's been a pro for, I think, about six years, but has taken the UFC by storm as well. The only guy he's lost to is the priorly mentioned Francis Ngannou. He is such a nice, well-rounded game, good on the feet, great wrestling. We'll talk about some of those wrestling accolades once we get into the picks. But both of these guys are just such forces in the heavyweight division. I think this is great matchmaking. This is a main event I'm excited for. And so with that, we'll start off with Frank. Frank, who you got? Uh, I'm going to take Volkov. He, uh, he has the height advantage, which you guys know I love the height advantage. I, they're about – I think they're like three pounds apart in the weight, something like that. It's not It's not a huge difference. Uh, uh, the weight? Reach, yeah, weight's about three pounds. Yeah, it's about the same thing. The reach is the, exactly the same. So it's going to be a great fight. But I'm going to take Volkov's – uh more experience as eric said and you guys as i said last week experience is a big thing for me even if it's not in the ufc it's just overall so yeah i'm gonna take volkov um i'm gonna take blades um just because i I think he's he can wrestle volkov down um and watching the ufc fights that i have i think that's helped a lot in the the fighters that have won um, so I'm going to take Blades and a uh, nice grappling grappling match, maybe a submission. Maybe get uh, Volkov to tap. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, I'm going to take Blades. Eric, who you got? Yeah, like I was saying before, both of these men are proven commodities at heavyweight. Volkov's number seven ranked, I believe. And I think I said five and one in the UFC. Blades is number three. He's a two and one in the UFC. I love this matchup. Both guys are so well-rounded. But what separates them is what Tyler said. I think Blades has the wrestling prowess and the credentials, such as in 2012, he actually won. Well, he was an NJCAA All-American while wrestling for Harper College. Not to mention that on the night of the fight, in my prediction, Blades is going to weigh in at that 265 limit. So I think the weight is going to be a bit more than we expect. It's not going to be that three pounds. It's going to be closer to 10. So I think with that weight advantage, with the wrestling background, Blades is going to be able to get his hands on him and take him down. And you said submission, Tyler. I think he's going to unleash ground and pound. His elbows are so effective on the ground. Good hammer fists as well. And I think if you're Alexander Volkov, you want to keep this fight on the feet and usually like frank said he is the taller guy but the reach advantage height wise we are looking at six seven versus six four but blades is a long guy reach advantage volkov's only got an inch or two on him so this is unfamiliar territory for volkov facing a guy with about the same length as him and don't get me wrong volkov does have a puncher's chance like i said in my opinion he's one of the best heavyweights in the world but my gut, my heart, the smart money, in my opinion, is on Blades. All right. I guess I got stupid money. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, let's go to uh, the uh, the granddaddy of them all, Talladega picks. Um, Eric, why don't you start us off? All right. So I've had a rough go at it 
with NASCAR lately. I had that Harvick, the first overall pick, but after that, it's been rough. For this one, you want to talk about smart money, dumb money, Frank. The smartest money of all is on the number 22 car. Give me Joey Logano. Last year, he finished fourth in the race. And the year before that, he took it home. He's been racking up the statistics this season, tied with Brad Kozlowski in quality passes for second in the Cup Series. He's a couple of wins this season already. He's third in the overall Cup Series standings. And I believe he's the safest pick to get the win for Sunday's race. Frank, who you got? I'm going to have to agree with Eric on this one. I'm going to take Joey Logano as well. Uh, as Eric said, he's second in quality passes. He's second in laps led overall this year. Uh, he's led, as me and Tyler discussed the last time we were watching the race, it seems like he wins the stage every single time we watch the race, but he never wins the whole race. Um, and he's the hot hand. He finished fourth in Atlanta and then 10th in uh, uh, Miami, sorry. And uh, I just think he's the hot hand and he's the smart pick for this one. So I'm going to go with Joey Dugano. So normally I have uh, I have, a, I have my go-to driver who's the man behind me right now, um, but some news broke out yesterday that uh, made me change my mind a bit. Um, apparently, this week Kyle Busch will not be racing in the M and M's car. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what sponsor he's going to use, but it's not going to be awesome. M and M's. I think it might the last be. Last time he didn't use M and M's. Uh, I don't know. For a long time. It might be the. Uh, I I think it might be the Interstate Batteries sponsor. Um, I think he used Sport Clips, um, at Vegas earlier in the year in like February. But I don't know. For that reason, I'm not going with Kyle Busch. My pick this week is somebody who's been very hot lately. Um, has one win this year, contrary to Logano's two that you guys have. But this guy has won five stages um, this year, which is the most out of any driver in NASCAR. Um, he's won this race last year. Eight top ten finishes, six top five finishes this year. I'm going with the number nine Chevy car, Chase Elliott. Great pick right pick. there. Yeah. 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 Hopefully, I, can, the safe pick. hopefully I can finally take home an NASCAR race. <laughs> oh, well, Elliot won you the last one. Well, that's one Elliot did. So. Uh, last time I picked Elliot for an NASCAR race, he did win. So, yeah. So you never hopefully know. I can get my own NASCAR win this time. Your own independent one. Yeah. All right. So, we're going to move into a new edition of For Whom Does He Play this week because of Talladega. We're going to do For Whom Does He Race For. Um, I'm going to give Frank and Eric a driver, and they have to give me what sponsor they've raced for. Now, for each driver that I'm going to give them, there are multiple answers because many drivers have raced for multiple sponsors this year. Um, so all they have to do is just give me one um, and they can give me different answers and both get it right. Cause there's multiple answers. Um, so with that, we're going to start with Ryan Blaney. 
you want me to go first, Eric, or you want to go first? Uh, you can go first. Okay, well, I have to think about it. Ryan Blaney. Race is number 12. He's definitely had more than one sponsor. That I remember. He has had six. Yeah. Can I name one of these six, though? That is the question. I will say this. He, um, he races with two sponsors per week. Okay. His car, he is, his car okay. is painted for two sponsors per week. Okay. I'm going to go with, I think his sponsor is like, like I think it's Peak. I'm going to go with Peak. I think that's one of them. I don't remember. Okay. To be quite honest. Yeah. I don't know about Peak, personally. Maybe that's right, because this guy does have a lot of sponsors. That's one thing yeah. I didn't But I am surprisingly confident in, I think, the Jack Links. I think Ryan Blaney sports the Jack Links on his uh, front of his car. So you are both incorrect. What? Um, the safe answer and the main sponsor that he has is Menards. Um, I also would have. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. I also would have accepted Advanced Auto Parts, DEX Imaging, um, Pennzoil, and Body Armor. Pennzoil. Yeah. And one time, one one uh, one race, he did race uh, Body Armor, and the car was it was purple and yellow with snakeskin in honor of Kobe Bryant. Ooh. Oh, it was Beautiful that race. You're right. Car. I remember that. I did Beautiful see that car. All right. So zero zero. All right. Next up, we got Bubba Wallace. Bubba. Are we counting the Black Lives Matter car? Uh, no. Okay. I'm first, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I went first last time. First this time. Give me click and close, Tyler Mains. Click and close. Click and close. Click and close. Frank? Now, I made a Quizlet. I took the Tyler approach. I made a Quizlet. And for Bubba Wallace, I had worldwide technology. Is that your answer? Yes. Worldwide technology is correct. Click and close is not correct. Jesus Christ. I also would have accepted... Uh, the U.S. Air Force, uh, Coke Energy, Victory Junction, uh, McDonald's. um, Was McDonald's this year or last year? That was this year. Oh, man. Yeah, I thought that was last year. And I also would have have accepted uh, Black Lives Matter, but you said it before you gave the answer, so I just took that away. Yeah, I don't yeah, think that counts. That's not a spot. It's a, it was a great car. Don't get me wrong. Don't twist my words around. But I don't think that's not a sponsor, is it? It yeah. it counts on the list of. Uh, it was on his car. So had. if you want, I, it's on his car. So when I guess I it, the I list guess it of sponsors that he had, uh, Black Lives Matter was on the list. So that was a beautiful car. Honestly, that was a great car. Great looking car. All right. So one nothing, Frank. Next up, we got Chase Elliott. I'm going first, right? Frank is going first. Okay. 
Chase Elliott races for Napa Auto Parts. Yeah, the man's right. It is Napa. And this, if this is wrong. If this is wrong, I'm, I'm hanging up. The yeah. show's over. You it's guys can go on You guys are both correct. I also would have accepted Hooters, Mountain Dew, Universe. <laughs> Hooters would have been an answer too. Because every time we see, we see Chase Elliott race, it's like get free whatever from Hooters. <laughs> exactly. All right. Next up, at two to one for in order in favor of Frank. Um, I've got Ryan Newman. 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 Your mom loves this one, Tyler, because she thinks it's so funny. Oh yeah, some big Seinfeld fan, Mama Mains. Who isn't? Ryan Newman. Uh, (sighs) Eric is going first. Yeah. The man that crashed out of Daytona. And ended up in the hospital for like a month. Ooh. It's on the tip of my tongue. It really is. I got my answer. I don't know if it's right, but that's what I have. On, that's what I had on my flashcards. Okay. Man, should have made flashcards. Who knows at this point? It's like Koch, Koch Industries. That's what we're going with. Okay. Frank? Eric is right. It's conk, something like that. Conk yeah, industries. I don't, I don't know how to say it. Uh, yeah, you guys are right. I think it might be Cook. I have um, no idea. Uh, but whatever it is, uh, that is correct. Um, I also would have accepted Oscar Mayer, Castrol, Wyndham Rewards, Roman, and Progressive. Isn't is Roman the, <laughs> the condom company? Uh, no. What am I thinking of? Oh, that's Trojan. Never mind. That's Trojan. Um, all right. Uh, what is that? Three to three to two. Three to yes, two, sir. and this is the last one. So if I get two, yeah. final round, Eric. Luckily, Frank's two. going first. I am going first. Going first. Yeah. Clint Boyer. Dude, I definitely know this one. Clint Boyer is debuting a car this week. That Ooh. a new sponsor that I will include in answers. And in my opinion, is the best looking car we have seen all year. Tyler, I actually, yesterday, I, I got a peek at this car. Maybe. I don't want to jinx Good. myself. But I, I, yeah, I, it's fate. Okay. This is fate. I think I got it. As long as Frank. Frank. I'll go first, right? Clint yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Rush. Rush. Okay. Okay. I have no idea if that's right, but I believe the new car you're referring to, and it makes sense that you love this, is Barstool Sports, I think. Oh, is he I, really racing a Barstool Sports be, car? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. that'll be sick. I'll, I'll be looking for that one. Yeah. So, both answers were correct. Uh, Rush Truck Centers and Barstool Sports. Yes. I also would have accepted Mobile One, Blue Def, Bush Beer, uh, Ford, and Pete. Is he Bush Beer too? I thought, I thought Harvard was Bush Beer. Uh, he raised Bush Beer for once. Peak, peak was Clint Boyer. Let me see if I can pull this car up. Yeah, it's, I mean, I would love to see it, whatever car it is. Because <laughs> Barstool Sports always does a good job. <laughs> yeah. This is... This car is uh, 
Eric, I'm sorry to hand you your first L. I I gotta say, four to three is very respectful. I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. Impressed. I'm shocked. I'm pleased. Very because um, we were talking yesterday. Eric's like, yeah, I don't know any of them. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's uh, man, Tyler really named some good ones for me. Not gonna lie, As, this is a yeah, yeah, a, a better showing than I deserve. The only the only easier ones you could have said were Denny Hamlin and Kyle Busch or Kurt Busch. Oh yeah, yeah. Look at that! Look at that beauty. Yeah. Oh my God, this is beautiful. Back to back World War champs, undefeated since 1776. <laughs> this is fantastic, dude. Look at the eagle too. That's awesome. I love this car so much, dude. That's so cool. Beautiful. Now, which one's better, the Black Lives Matter car or that one? Oh, honestly, even that's, design wise, I'm gonna. But I, I gotta go Black Lives Matter car. Like that's one I, of the most gorgeous the cars. Black Lives Matter because of the two fifths interlocking yeah. it was really cool the creativity on that one was yeah it's such a message we need right now it's perfect. perfect you guys uh frank did win but do you guys want to attempt the uh overtime ones i'm down we can attempt them i'm not gonna know any of them because i don't watch any racing movies but All right. yeah so that's, what, that's what they're doing so the first one is uh from talladega nights uh ricky bobby wonder bread yeah wonder bread yeah that's, that's probably the only one I'm going to get. Like I told Tyler, I was just hoping there was no overtime because I literally don't. Yeah, know. yeah. Uh, Lightning McQueen. Oh, wait. Oh, it's a gas company. Oh, crap. This is a great movie, too. I love this movie when I was like seven. I don't think I've ever seen it. I have. You've never seen Cars? Cars? Hold on. So. Oh, my God. It's the – I remember the race in it. The race in it is the Piston Cup. I don't remember the sponsor for Lightning McQueen. But. Okay. And Yeah, I don't know. There was that green car with the mustache and the blue one, which was like the You're god You're not going to get it. Frank's vamping. This is a uh, filibuster. Oh, by the Dude, way, I, for, for Ricky Bobby, I would have – acceptable answers also would have been Ricky Bobby. What was the Lightning McQueen one, though? I'm going to be annoyed. Rusty's. No, I wouldn't have gotten that. Wait, isn't that the, the garage that he finds in that town? That he goes to him with that little yellow Italian car? Isn't that that garage? No. Maybe not. I don't know. As you can tell, I've seen the movie multiple times. Yeah. All right, that was it. That's all I had. Oh, that was it? Yeah. You know, I could have guessed Cars was one of them. I probably should have. But it didn't. It didn't matter. True. Taking another L. He doesn't take it. You guys tied. That wasn't an L. Technically, I'm all one one and one for the moment. So I'm only one with two L's because I took two L's out of the first two. (laughs) Somehow I did better on this one than the uh, than the basketball one. Yeah. Studying pays off, Frank. Studying pays off. The Quizlet is key. Clearly. It is. Yeah. All right. Um, You guys saw the uh, Kyrie Irving quote from the other day, right? Of course I did. He never stops putting stuff out. 
so the other day, correct me if I'm wrong, the other day Kyrie Irving said um, in frustration with the league, he said, oh, we're just going to make our own league and play in our own league. Yeah. He said um, it was in a text to the some Nets group chat that they have, some random group chat, and he was like, oh, the owners are terrible. Let's all ditch them and make our own players league. <laughs> It's like, how? Explain, like, the simple logistics of doing that. You, you need owners. How, like, you, you need owners to teams. You can't just say, oh, let's make, let's, let's make our own league where we all own, own our own part of the franchise. It just doesn't work like that. I yeah. If you give me this quote, and the multiple choice options are Kyrie Irving, um, LeBron James, a frustrated third grader. There's no doubt about it, I'm picking C. You go, oh, we don't need our coach. We could go out and play. Like, what's <laughs> wrong with you? Do you realize what it takes to go into professional sports? Like, you just think athletes are going to get the job done? You, you, oh, my God. He, I, I don't know whether it's, like, ignorance or just, like, pure or arrogance. He was just pissed off and just said anything that came to his head. Yeah, clearly. Because that is, that is, oh, my God, so ridiculous. He doesn't know what it takes. The only thing that rivals this is this flat earth thing. That whole thing. Yeah. I think it was either last year or two years ago. And it's Guys. just like so stupid. And and there's no there's just no way they could do it because you need owners in order to play basketball because who's gonna fund all these teams and these arenas and all that stuff. Yeah. I wanna see these players draw plays and be like, wait a minute, I get the ball at the end of this play. No, I get yeah. the ball. Because they're literally like have the mental capacity of fourth graders. So, well, Kyrie did it already. He wanted the ball, so he went to the Celtics. So same with the Cavaliers. They could have won championships. Yeah. I want my own team. Mm, mm, mm. So ridiculous. Yeah. Come on, Kyrie. And Come then on. him and – who was it? It was him and Dwight threatened to sit out the uh, the season if, it, if they started again, which they are, no matter what. They could sit out if they want. The NBA can continue without them, to be quite honest with you. Honestly, Kyrie Irving and Dwight Howard sitting out, would that have any effect on the rest no, of No, because Kyrie can't play anyway. Kyrie's hurt. Yeah, Kyrie's hurt, and Dwight's Dwight's been playing really well for the Lakers, obviously. But he's the backup center. I think Javale McGee is their starting center as yeah. of right now. So, yes. so it's like they won't even lose a starting. Listen, like I said, like I said Take a couple that. weeks ago, we're not going to have baseball. We're not going to have basketball, and we're not going to have. No, we'll have like, basketball. It just depends. It just we got to see the quality of the basketball. I don't think we're going to have basketball. Wow. Yeah, I think we have basketball personally. Yeah, I think I we think can talk about the MLB, but but that's just a mess. But well, yeah, baseball is a whole other story. But I think the, the things that have come out in the past couple of days about basketball, I think the players are very against playing in this little Disney bubble that they have planned. Yeah, yeah. for me, man, it's just like get over it. Like, not like get over it. I get the like if you're concerned about getting sick, that's fine. But then there's some players that are like. Oh, we don't want to play because of all the up of uh, all the protests and all the movement and all the change. And it would be a distraction. I'm like, no, that would be better for your cause if you can be on the big stage where where you're the only sport that's on besides maybe soccer in the in the beginning of August. I think it's like August eighth or something, August seventh or eighth that they're going to. Well, you also got you also got to think about because they said this that they were going to be staying in these resorts, uh, like quarantined. Um, and the number they could bring family with them. I think it's a couple of members of family. Maybe I don't know, but um, they said that the 
people who were going to be like working like the dining halls or whatever um and like serving them food and like taking care of them and like having keeping upkeep on like the resorts and stuff they weren't going to be quarantined so they're just going in and, they're just going in and out so I did, there's I no way to regulate they might, they might want to change that they might want to quarantine those people too but i know it's harder with all those people because there's only so many places to stay and there's so many players you know but no, plus you got to think of all the coaching staffs too because the nba coaching staffs are like ridiculous there's so many people there's an insane amount of people that go into putting on um an nba game let alone an nba season that i think a lot of people are unaware of yeah yeah and it furthers the point that Kyrie is off his rocker the all you got all these coaches all these staff members every team like ah we don't need them just the players just yeah i want to see me greg popovich would ever support that crap yeah heck no yeah never coach pop would go that guy's crazy let's go play some basketball yeah you think Kyrie irving knows how to market a basketball game come on Kyrie can't even stay Kyrie can't even stay healthy for a full season let alone on a basketball team so he gets injured every freaking year and, and ruins his team's chances in the playoffs every every stinking year. But, you know, I don't know if we'll have basketball, but I think we'll have basketball. I, I just don't think we'll have baseball. I, I don't know. Like I said last week, I think it'll still. I think it'll be a really short season, but I don't know. It's but, so stupid what's going on. Well, the MLB is always like this. The, the, I don't want to say it's the player association fault, obviously, because it's not. They're, they have very valid ingredients. It's not, because at this point, it's the owner's fault. Because the, M- yeah. the players are saying, just just let's forget about this entire thing. Just give us a schedule yeah. and let's play some baseball. This time, yeah, but usually it's the players association griping about all these different things, and it usually leads to a strike, because there's been several strikes throughout Major League Baseball yeah. over the years. So I think it's those. I think you're right. I think it's on this time because they're they're just being cheap. And when they obviously don't need the money because they're billionaires, if they weren't billionaires, they wouldn't be able to buy the team in the first. Then they would have family money. So they're worried about the players coming back at them uh, and being like, "Oh, you started a season without like a deal, or you can't force us into a season." And they think the players are just like putting up this facade of um, just for like the fans that, Oh, we're willing to play. Like it's not our fault that this isn't happening. From the player's point of view though, I think they're, they're not really bargaining for this season. If that makes sense, they're bargaining because the uh, collective bargaining agreement is over and is up on 2021. So they think if they can put their, put their feet in the ground now and don't back down now, that means that the owners would also have to cave in 2021 when they need a new CBA, so they can get what they want then too. So they're kind of, they think they're kind of bargaining for the next two seasons. So that's why it's that's why they're so stiff on all the policies and stuff. So it's a mess. It, it's it's a mess. It, and then you have all these other leagues that um like the NFL with Colin Kaepernick and the NBA with all their all their um. Black Lives Matter stuff, and then here's the MLB, so dysfunctional they can't even start a season, or try even, or even try to start a season. They're still trying to get their stuff together while all these other leagues are doing all this reform and all these great things, 
and their stand will be you just can't even get together and play or try to play anyway. This is why NASCAR rules all. <laughs> we'll see what happens to Talladega. I don't know. I got me and Eric. Got, I got a good feeling on our guy. Yeah. Um, oh, some other uh, NASCAR news. Um, the Hall of Fame was announced yesterday. The class of 2021. Dale Earnhardt Jr. got inducted. So, How did he finish the other week? I saw he raced. How did he finish? Uh, he finished fifth. That's pretty good. Fifth at Homestead in the uh, Xfinity race. Yeah. Yeah. No, so he only races once a year, right? Yeah, I think he's done. I think he's well, that's the same. That's well. the same way Conor McGregor's done with the UFC, which he retires three times already. Conor so. will be back. He'll be back. Conor's always back. <laughs> he's gonna sit on his couch for Habib McGregor too. Not buying it. Not buying it. <laughs> He'll be lucky. He's going to see one fight and be like, I could beat that guy. Then I'll come back. <laughs> Seriously. When a McGregor fight comes around, is there anybody, Eric, is there anybody that you would pick over McGregor? Habib. Habib Nurmagomedov, yeah. In the first fight, I picked him. And if they fought again, I'd pick him again. Habib Nurmagomedov is like pound for pound, two or three in the world. The guy, like, you could look up on Google. Don't take my word for it. When he was a little kid, this guy used to wrestle bears. He's a freak. He is such a freak. He, Seriously. Is he bull bull wrestling tigers? Yeah, it's insane. It's, man, even, like, dating back to, like, 2014, he had some injury issues, and I always thought, man, if this guy just stayed healthy and was able to fight consistently, he could be world champ, and now he is. The guy's ridiculous. McGregor, you know, you never know with Connor, but I would pick uh, – I pick Habib over him. There's a conversation Justin Gaethje versus McGregor. There's there's conversation there. I don't know, but yeah, he's but beatable, that's for sure. I thought, I thought the same conversation with was going down when he uh, when he went against uh, Cowboy Cerrone. Yeah, uh, and I so I, I think I know there were so many people that were like, "Oh, Cowboy's going to take him down." Like, there's no shot McGregor wins this. He, he smoked him. Yeah, man. You want to talk about those shoulder strikes. Yeah, Cerrone, wasn't even close. Yeah. Cowboy has the most wins in UFC history, but he was, he's older now. He was coming off a couple of losses to face McGregor. I think if we see the Cerrone of two years ago versus McGregor, it's a bit of a different story. But either way, I literally bet on that fight, and I bet a good amount of money on Connor to make a profit. And I'm glad I did because yeah. – First a big uh, betting guy. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> All the time. Oh, I got money, man. I got money on this. Can't lose. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, that'll wrap up uh, this week's episode. Um, Instagram is down right there. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I'll tune in next week to see what happened, what the hell happened at Talladega. Hopefully, I get my first fucking win. Um, we'll see. Team Logano. God, team team Hooters needs to bring it home. <laughs> team Hooters. All right. Um, yeah, that'll do it. Um, any closing remarks from anybody? Nope.
going to be a good race, a real good race. Good race. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. All righty. Adios.